dating, marriage, and divorce conversations, where we analyze, navigate, and troubleshoot all stages of your romantic life. I'm your host, Igor Meisterman, a divorce attorney turned relationship coach. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our show. Today, we're going to talk about something that plagues so many couples, if not every single one of them. That topic is called safety. Lest you think I'm talking about physical danger, um, abuse, not at all. Because for those things, we need much more intense intervention. Um, What we want to talk about today is how do we show up in our relationships? And based on the way we show up, there's a way that our partners experience us and determine how much access they give us into their world and how much they're willing to access our worlds. Allow me to start with a good example. A friend of mine reached out to me a few weeks ago. He wanted to share with me some challenges that he's having in his relationship around the topic of finances. Sure, probably will not be a strange topic for many of you. And one of the things he said to me as he shared that, that they were going through challenges when he came to finances, he shared with me that you know, he wondered, isn't it just a basic thing that um, a couple, before they can even discuss finances, you know, in order to have a conversation, uh, they need to have a handle on what their actual finances are? I paused. I, I, after he was done speaking, I listened to him out, and I told him, uh, actually, that is not the first step, and that is not the fundamental step in a relationship when it comes to finances. And of course he, out of curiosity, asked me, well then what is step number one if not that? And I said to him, step number one is, is there safety? Can you honestly tell me that your spouse or your partner feels safe to discuss with you this topic? Because if the topic is not being discussed or is not discussed in a productive way, there's a very good chance that the reason for that is not because your spouse likes intelligence or your partner just doesn't get you or doesn't get the situation. There's a very good chance that your partner simply doesn't feel safe discussing it with you. Now, that could be for a variety of reasons. It could be that your partner is simply concerned that you will be judgmental. You will be critical. You may show up in such a way to the conversation that your your partner will feel judged, feel that uh, you know you're you're making fun of them, you're you're treating them in a certain on non dignified way, and that is going to be hurtful. And therefore, I'm not going to feel safe sharing with you. Now, what's funny about that is when you talk to people, many times they have a hard time acknowledging that they are also the culprit and they're part of that story. And I can't tell you how many times I meet with couples in my office and they show up with an attitude essentially that goes like this. Me, I always tell him I'm available for a conversation. I always tell her that if she ever wants to talk to me about anything, I'm happy to listen and discuss and and brainstorm a solution. The problem is, is that sitting back and waiting for your partner to show up doesn't quite get us into the land of a real relationship. The only place it lands us in 
is in a, a very unhealthy dynamic that is basically revolved around a tit for tat. You do things for me and I do things for you. And if you need to talk to me, I'm here. But that is a very different dynamic than me taking the initiative, walking over to you and saying, I see something troubling you. Do you want to talk about it? Or better yet, if any of you out there who are interested in real tools and want to understand and learn, how do you show up to a relationship where your partner would just open up to you, your partner would share with you, is if you perhaps started a conversation with something like this. I would like to discuss a topic with you. How can I show up for you that you will feel safe to share with me about this topic? And then give your partner or spouse an opportunity to actually respond. You will be amazed at the type of feedback you may get from your partner. Perhaps your partner will say to you, well, I would really appreciate that while I'm talking to you, you don't fidget. Or I would really appreciate that while I'm talking to you, you make eye contact. Or, uh, this is one of my favorite ones, uh, I would really appreciate that while I talk to you, you occasionally I will pause and you will repeat back to me what you heard me say. Now, the problem becomes is that many times the spouse on the receiving end of that request might say, you know, what am I, baby? Do you need me to say things back to you? What is this, kindergarten again? And this is, once again, the part that I think so many couples miss, and it will be very much the point of discussion in many of the podcasts, and you will hear me go over this over and over again, the power of mirroring, the power of feeling that I am heard, not thinking that I'm heard, feeling that I'm heard. See, what happens for many couples is that they don't really believe in their heart of hearts that their partner is actually listening to them, that their partner is actually trying to take in their world. And the only way I can demonstrate to you that your world is real to me, your world matters to me, is if I actually say back to you what you're telling me. I mean, Consider these two conversations. One spouse comes in and says, had a horrible day at work. My boss hates me. My boss gives me a really hard time. And after finishing venting, the, the other spouse or partner turns on and says, well, I already told you many times, if you do this X, Y, and Z, you'll get a different result. I mean, how many more times do I have to tell you that? We went over all the solutions. And of course, we all know, know anybody with any decent emotional intelligence will tell you that your spouse wasn't seeking out a solution-based response. Your spouse was seeking out empathy. And as one of my teachers once said, uh, and I think this is a great lesson for all of us out there who think about relationships and think about how we show up to any of our relationships, whether it's professional relationships, whether it's our personal relationships, spouses, partners with our children, there is a very important distinction to be drawn between empathy and sympathy. Or in the world of coaching and therapy, people like to call them share, care, and encourage. That would be empathy, share, care, and encourage versus save, solve, and fix mode. What is the mode in which you show up to your relationship? Are you a save, solve, fix personality? I want to save you, I want to solve you, and I want to fix you. That's what we would refer to as sympathy. Whereas in empathy land, the way I show up is I just want to share, 
care and encourage your journey. I want to share what you're going through. I want to care about it and I want to encourage you so that you could make strides in whatever it is that you're struggling with. And uh, one of my teachers said it so well, sympathy can be expressed as the following definition, my need for your problem to go away. And I will do anything possible to make your problem go away because after all, it's bothering me. It's not that I really want to help you. It's not that I really value you. It's just that I want your problem to go away. And I will do anything possible, including listen to you. And guess what? Most partners, again, especially those who have good emotional intuition, the emotional intelligence, they will know that the way you're showing up is really that you just want them to go away. But not because you sincerely care about their journey and what's going on in their world. Whereas empathy is my choice to share in your stress. My choice to be there for you. Nobody's forcing me to do it. I'm not compelled to do it because I, I'm sick and tired of you. I'm doing it for one reason, because I choose to share in your stress. And that's why empathy is so powerful. And when we feel, when we experience ourselves as if somebody's empathizing with us, it is so empowering, so enriching, so revitalizing, because we all live with this deep need to be acknowledged, to be experienced, and to feel like someone's really, really getting me and getting my world. And that's why when the work we do in our, in our office when couples come to me is first and foremost is we work on safety. We put aside all the technical discussions and practical problems that the couples would like me to work on with them the moment they walk in, day one. And I tell them, I'm sorry, but we can't really make any strides. We can't make any real progress until you all decide to show up in a way that you will establish for each other that deep, meaningful sense of, and I can say anything, I can share anything I need to discuss with you, I can be vulnerable. And I know that the way you will show up to me is you will preserve my dignity and you will treat me with a certain basic respect and I will do the same for you. And by virtue of us doing that for each other, what will result is a space in which we can discuss any challenge we face in our relationship and we could ultimately come together as a couple, as partners who want to help each other grow and who want to overcome challenges together. None of that could be done until the safety is established. And therefore, I encourage all of you to try out the following exercise. Come home, think of a topic that's been weighing on you or a topic that you've maybe seen a pattern that your partner's been sharing with you is on their mind, something's bothering them. And just come over and be, without trying to save them, solve them, or fix them, you just ask open, open-endedly, uh, hey, I notice something is bothering you. How can I show up right now that would help you feel safe to share with me? How can I show up right now that would allow you to have the experience of being heard, being acknowledged, and ultimately from a place where you can help, ask me for help or I could reach out to you and you will be available. You won't push me away. You won't feel rejected. What can I do for you? How can I show up for you? You will be amazed that if you show up with that request, how, my, how much a partner, one, will appreciate you just for the fact that you showed up with that type of dignity and respect for the partner and that you acknowledged that they need something, especially if they need safety. And you'll be amazed how 
they will share with you and the things that they will share with you may surprise you because when safety is established, you get to truly meet your partner. Thank you for joining us today. For questions, comments, topics you'd like to hear more about, or to try our 24-week relationship challenge, email us at relationshipreimagined at gmail.com.